0: everyone to another edition of the mind of little rage it is thanksgiving day and uh, as my uh, longtime listeners have uh, realized that we're back doing interviews and on today's program we are having my dark reality make their return to the program we're talking with death today Uh, Oz is in the house somewhere cooking because it is thanksgiving but uh, and and Hopefully he'll get to poke his head in a little bit, uh, during the next, uh, little while, but, uh, death, how's it going, man?
1: Uh, not, not too bad. Can't complain. How about you, bud?
0: Well, you know, things are getting back to, uh, to some sort of, uh, comfort and, uh, normalcy in, uh, in the Alloway household, but you know, it's, it's a, it's a low, slow crawl back to normalcy. And I think sooner rather than later, um, uh, so, uh, Thanksgiving day and, um, uh, w- my family did ours a couple of weeks ago just to kind of get it out of the way. And, uh, we kind of had a funny feeling that, uh, they may try to do some kind of, uh, try to put a kibosh on Thanksgiving celebrations, but luckily they didn't. So, um, uh, so, uh, how are things, uh, how are things where you're at?
1: Up and down, honestly. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, uh, up and down. It's, um, shoot, I, I guess in the everyday life, it, it could definitely be worse. Right. I really feel bad for the people who are actually out of work right now, and especially with the um uncertainty of uh unemployment and with our, not to be political, but with a our government having issues given the country's financial situation of being able to aid people. So that's, that's not good, but, um, musically it has surprisingly been pretty well It's well. That also has been good and bad.
0: <laughs> well, I, you know, I think, uh, I think all independent bands, well, really all bands, uh, whether they're signed mainstream independent underground, they're all feeling the pinch uh, of this past damn nine months now, that uh, that this pandemic has put on us, and and unfortunately, um, politics is just something that we cannot escape. It uh, permeates pretty much everything we do. But uh, I'm not going to let it permeate here. How about that? We'll just stay away from the <laughs> politics. But uh, right. um, so uh, up and down. So what are some of the uh, some of the good things that are going on? Uh, during this pandemic,
1: um, well, I think one of the good things, uh, man, you ever had that moment when you just short out?
0: <laughs> yeah, <laughs> all the time, dude, all the time. Always oh, snap. You should see me when I'm trying to sell somebody an RV and my brain goes into fart mode.
1: <laughs> I just tell them, just buy it, just
0: do just, it, just buy it. <laughs>
1: dude, one of the biggest things that's actually happened during this time is. Um, It actually uh, allowed our band to slow down and to focus on more of the business end of things as anybody listening, especially if you're starting a band, if you think you're going to make it on your music alone, you have to brand yourself. You have to brand yourself. And if you don't take the time to work on what your actual brand and what you're selling to complement your music, it's really... Hopefully, you'll get out of your hometown. It'll make it a lot harder to make it, I should say, but um, or to get anywhere.
0: I would, I would agree with that 100%. Uh, I talked to So High uh, this past Sunday, and that's exactly what they're doing. They're, they're branching out. Uh, they've got um, Oz Tone Guitars, the custom-made guitar company that uh, Steve's working with. They've been getting into uh, Honey Habanero Sauce uh they're they're doing uh with uh some sunglasses and and things of that nature. And of course they're merchandise and everything, but you do, you really do. You have to set your own brand, establish yourself and and maybe even branch out a little bit.
1: Oh, definitely. I think the hardest thing too, because like we we already know this when our economy is flourishing, it's a lot easier to also take that money and sink it back into your brand. During this time, I think what a lot of us can do wrong sometimes is we, because we want success overnight and we wind up accidentally spending out of our own limits to sink into our merge lines, sink into advertising and promo, any of that.
0: Yeah. it so has been uh, a weird
1: balance game.
0: Well, you know, it, it's hard when we have DSP services, you know, Spotify, Apple, Apple. Uh, I don't even know if Pandora still exists or not, but you know, and in the bottom of the list would be YouTube. But uh, when, when you get paid crumbs for for streams and stuff like that, and Spotify will go on record to say, Oh yeah, we're paying, you know, people can make a living off of them, And I'm like, show me, prove it to me because I'm seeing independent bands and even mainstream bands having to, just struggle to to invest back into themselves and that's just that blows my mind
1: shoot that's why I, uh, once again that's all we say and then i think even gene simmons said it too any musician will tell you keep a day job unless you're one of the <laughs> lucky few who just gets rich overnight
0: <laughs> well you know unless you're you know uh i don't know uh i'm kind of on all the the pop music but uh you know, that it, it seems to be. You know, if you've got, if you've got certain physical assets or something like that, you, you have a tendency to uh, get more attention, get more exposure. But if you're based solely on your music, they'll, you know, it seems like that radio stations and everybody else just kind of turns a blind eye and a blind ear.
1: Yeah, so it's beginning to maybe make me think that maybe we should just go and bite somebody in the face or something. <laughs> <laughs>
0: And Ozzy Osbourne, or something,
1: yeah, find, yeah, pop an Ozzy and bite somebody in the face. Then that'll get lots of radio play, then,
0: or, or you know, go go find a sacred monument in your state and piss on it, or something.
1: Oh, we can make that happen. You supply the coffee, <laughs> I'll supply the ding.
0: There you go. There you go. There you go. Uh, so I, I take it that, um, I'm not sure what, um, what the you know? What the uh, pandemic standards are? What have you with when it comes to live shows? Have y'all been able to do any live shows in the last few months?
1: No, I think the last show we did was way back in March, a few weeks before the lockdown, and that was at Turnbuckles. Uh, that was that was fun with the mosh pit, <sighs> but <laughs> that was fun. So, since then, we tried doing a few more shows, and every single one kept getting canceled from the um, COVID policies. Mm -hmm. And so, finally, uh, the band, we just decided, screw it. We just shut everything down, and instead, we just have spent our time, going back to the first question of this, sinking ourselves into the music side of it, writing new music, and recording, um, or actually... After Solace, we I think we're getting ready to Yeah, we are going to release our first track under Bentley Records. So that'll be pretty fun.
0: So does that mean that uh my dark reality is a signed band?
1: Does it count? Yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> it does. <laughs> well, congratulations on that, man. That's that's huge. That's that's you know, when somebody a company a corporation a record label whatever and it's you know even outside of music when somebody puts their uh machine behind you and and believes in what you're doing that's a big thing
1: it is a it feels really good at least to know that somebody besides to know that other people are believing in your actual craft and even take the time to listen to it that still you cannot beat that feeling
0: oh absolutely not that's uh you know, it's it's great when you know you you may open up your Spotify or something and look at your analytics, and it says you know you got you know ten thousand listens or whatever number it is over the past week or something like that. But uh, when somebody, you know, record company says, "Yeah, we like what we hear," let's let's run with it. That's that's got to be uh, fulfilling at the at the very least.
1: Definitely, let us know that we're definitely in the. Right, right direction. Now we've got somebody backing us up. Now, and uh God, I cannot wait. They're actually mixing and mastering our single now, and I'm just excited to finally have something underneath them. And really, the goal is now to just hopefully build an empire to take the world.
0: See, uh, that's the attitude to have. Is yeah, okay. We've uh we've we we've conquered our local area. Now it's time to branch out. Let's Let's take over North America and move into South America. And of course, seems like the crown jewel is Japan. Everybody <sighs> wants to get into Japan, myself included. But uh, uh, you know, yeah, you gotta have that attitude of we're taking over the world.
1: That's uh sure. That's exactly. I think it's what's been our pushing us through this uh, pandemic. That's why like, all awesome. like we've just been writing. Every single week when he comes back home, we're just writing. Like, I think last night, that was the coolest, actually. Um, he's like a jukebox. I, I sat there with my phone and just hit the recorder and just, just told him to just play. He wrote almost a whole album's worth of music. And then I just started yelling out genres and different sub-genres and styles. And he was just writing, just writing on the spot. It was sweet.
0: <laughs> well, you know, when, when you've got... And you've got that strong blues background, and that's something we talked about at length on that first interview is having that strong background in music. It's, uh, it, it makes the songwriting task a lot, I don't want to say simpler, but it just it comes more naturally. It flows <laughs> from you. So, uh, you know, and it seems like the two of you are a pretty dynamic team when it comes to the songwriting.
1: <laughs> Thanks.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah, I don't know he, he and I do we just vibe off of each other way too well and I think it's just because we have been together for so long and mainly because our mindset see even when we think we know something we always try to still keep an open mind or keep ourselves open to something different even if we don't like it we'll try to hear it first and then sometimes just sit on it just let it just simmer and stew all day simmer for about a week and then you come back like okay Let's try this now.
0: (laughs) Well, you know, I've I've found and it's interesting you say that some of the best albums or some of my favorite albums are what I like to call slow burn albums. You know, Mm -hmm. you may not you may not dig it the first, you know, you kind of like it. It's there, but you kind of sit on it and you listen to it over and over again and maybe you put it down. For a couple of weeks or a month, and then you come back to it and go, "Oh man, this was so great!" I, and the first one that pops to my mind is the uh, uh, Seven Dust debut album. I liked it.
1: Oh yeah.
0: But when I put it down and I picked it up a, a few weeks later, I was like, "God, this is you know, this is great stuff!" And I've been a Seven Dust fan ever since.
1: You know, it's funny. That's actually how um, Bring Me the Horizon worked for me, but it was back in their death metal days. <laughs> When they were doing death metal and all that, and I remember my buddy showed me one of the albums, and at first it just comes right out the guy's like, blah! You're like, Wow What the, <laughs> the hell's going on? Right. And then one song, two songs, then you begin to realize, like, wait a second, I can get in with this. Yeah! <laughs> and, I think that's been about every release with that band, because they always do something different. Actually, that's been one of the bands that, uh, I really have a lot of respect for is any band that actually has enough balls, Green Day, all these dudes who have enough balls to actually just go out and do their own thing different from what they've done in the past. They keep making each album where you keep your own sound, but you completely explore different areas. So it doesn't sound like the last one. That's unfreaking believable. And, and it leaves you every single time with that same seven dust in of that first album. You pick it up and you're like, I like this or not. Let me hear it again. And then it's, it just it It's just different. It's just something yeah. different.
0: So what are you listening to uh, nowadays? That uh, you know, I know you've been you and Oz have been focusing on your own music, but what are, what are you listening to right now? That's uh, that's really caught your attention.
1: Definitely, the, actually, the uh, new "Bring Me the Horizon" album.
0: Sure, sure.
1: That one I've been uh, jamming a lot to Young Blood and Little Peep as well. Young Blood's really cool. Still so, still so dabbling with my cash man. <laughs> right? See, see you gonna shoot me on the other side of the screen?
0: <laughs> <laughs> no, and no, then, I, mean, uh, I mean I mean I'm I'm down on certain, you know, I'm like on certain forms of music, but I would never ever chastise somebody for listening to what makes them happy. You know, even if it's uh I don't know. Cardi B, if that just really, you know, that's the if that butters your bread, then go full bore with it. I'm not gonna like it, but you know, you just run with it. It's okay. I'm not gonna say <laughs> you're a you're a putz because because you <laughs> like Cardi B.
1: <laughs> I've got one you might like. Then one band I've been uh, just, I don't know why I've been just jamming them really hard lately. Actually, is um the Wu Tang Clan.
0: I, I have no ill will toward toward Wu Tang. Uh, I mean, you know, they are, uh, they have been at the top of their game for for years. Um, You know, I I didn't get into hip-hop till probably, I think it was Ice-T, Original Gangsta. Yeah. And when that came out, I wore that tape, I had the cassette, that tells you how old I was. (laughs) Uh, But uh, I had the cassette, I actually wore it out. And I've only done that to one other album or one other cassette, and that was Prince Purple Rain.
1: That was a good. That was a good album.
0: Uh, I actually wore it out so bad that if I turned the the balance to one side, I could hear the other side playing backwards.
1: Oh, that's sick.
0: <laughs> oh,
1: yeah. Are you into the um, electronic or uh, EDM world or any of that?
0: Uh, you know, I I kind of. If my son hears this, he's going to kick me in the balls. But. Um, my I kind of have to be because my son does um, does house music, nice. uh, and he's he's very good at it. And I guess just because I don't completely understand it, and I'm older, I'm stuck in my ways. I'm like, where's the guitar? Where's the bass? Where's the drums? The real drums? The real bass? Uh, you know? But when I when I just kind of let all that go, and I listen to it, you know, you can kind of get lost in it.
1: Oh yeah, I think that's what it's all based off. Because like I've been listening to um a, a lot of that stuff too lately. For I, I listen to, I get a lot of hours to listen to this stuff. Because uh, my one buddy is a uh, a big uh, EDM artist too. Man, he's real cool. And um, so he's turned me onto a lot of different stuff. And it, it just vibes. It's just vibe in music is all it is. Uh, right. You might but, actually like nightclub then. That's more of an electronic versus a big heavy house band. But there's a vocalist in that one
0: well see and 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 I think that's part of my problem as much as I love instrumental hard rock and metal you know y y z or uh you know anything like that uh that's i think that's what I'm missing with a lot of the e d m is i i just uh there's needs to be a vocalist somewhere i guess in some of it, but if it's not designed to have a vocalist don't don't mess it up do it do your thing you know but uh yeah uh it's I say I'm musically bipolar, but there's certain ones it just takes a little bit longer for me to get a hold of. That's okay. It's, <laughs> <laughs> it's like that sometimes. Well, and, and and like now I've been I've been stuck on the uh the Japanese uh metal scene and, it's a killer and I'm sure, scene. well I'm 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 sure I'm gonna get a, some kind of sexist remark here, but they're all girl bands. They're all you know, they're all females. Uh Aldios uh Love Bites, Bandmade. I mean, if if I got a free moment, one or two songs, it's gonna be it's gonna be Love Bites or Bandmade, you know, and I'm just just sitting there rocking out to it. And then I'm like, I need to learn Japanese. I really need to learn Japanese. But uh that's I don't know. And um of course I'm I'm always keeping my ear to the ground when it comes to independent artists and whatnot. So um You know, because there's just there's a lot of great music out there that's unfortunately going unheard, and it seems like with my dark reality, y'all are actually kind of starting to poke through that wall and and get your music out there. And I I congratulate you for that.
1: Thank you, for real. No, that's that's the worst thing in this industry right now is just everything that you just said. You summed it up completely. There are so many great bands. And you already talked to a lot of them on your podcast alone. Many of them who who, even, who we have become friends through this, man. Sincere and the homies down down south, everybody, man. Like, there is so much great talent that cannot be heard unless you literally pull off the old Aussie of let's go bite the head off of something. Or let's just see how ridiculous we can dress. Something out of the ordinary. And as much as I get that and entertainment is entertainment... uh. The music industry needs a change in that we can't keep letting money run everything because uh, we're going to keep hitting the recycled content coming out year in and year out. Then you're going to have a few underground artists who might make it to see some form of daylight, but will usually be short lived, and thousands of artists who will never get to see that.
0: Uh, you know, and you said something interesting, you know, and, and going back to the 80s, and yes, I was born in the 70s. Um, That that's what happened to like glam metal, because you had this over-the-top presentation, the androgyny and all this other stuff. But there were certain bands that kind of broke out of that mold, Cinderella being one of them. Mm -hmm. You know, their their first album, of course, they're all glammed up. And then the second and third album, they were just like, Okay, we're gonna kind of separate ourselves from that. But towards the end of the eighties and into the early nineties, you saw bands being rehashed in the same formula being used over and over again. And, you know, a lot of people say, well, grunge killed hair metal. And I'm like, no, hair metal killed killed hair metal. It was the record companies and A and R guys going, Well, Poison did this or Motley Crue did this, and we can do this. We'll do the same thing just with a different band. And it it people get tired of it.
1: Oh definitely. At least, hopefully, and that's again where actually that's exactly where I will reinforce why the underground scene and underground artists should be sought out by record companies more now because that's where your fresh ideas are actually coming from. Because we already know art, much like free, free will, is not original because you don't have a thought without some other past statement, image, something giving you an idea. But it's the innovative artists, usually a lot of them in the underground market that will take something that they've seen in the past, say what somebody like Cinderella, even like a Nirvana's done, but they will put their own original twist on it with that influence there versus ripping it.
0: Yeah. I, um, I did a, I did a show. Somebody wanted me to do a show. Is it possible to be original these days, you know, in, in the music business? And I'm like, I don't think everybody should worry about being original. Just be, just be yourself. Don't rely on what's been done in the past. Be good. Be good at the music that you that you release, the music that you write. And if you've got that, if you get that formula down, you're gonna be successful. You don't have to worry about, oh well, you know, Ozzy did this so 20 years ago. It's not the wrestling business. You can't rehash storylines over and over <laughs> again. You've gotta, you've gotta you've got to branch out a little bit. You can take a piece from here and there, but make it your own. And you're right. The underground is just, just chock full of these amazing bands. And, uh, you're right. Record companies, large and small need to, to divert from the mainstream and go, what's in the underground?
1: For sure. And that's what we'll give our, our, uh, Especially after this pandemic, that will for sure give us that that true blast of uh, adrenaline that the music industry has been missing. Yeah. And everybody listening, y'all need to go out to shows when we're allowed to go out to shows. <laughs> Stop streaming concerts. We need to go out to real shows.
0: Well, I, you know, I think, um, I think once we get a hold on this thing and, you know get it to where we can go back to live music venues. Some of it's going to be hard because there's going to be a lot of venues that had to to permanently close down because of this, but the ones that are still alive, we need to, yeah, stop. I I don't want to say stop supporting them online, but go to the shows because watching it online is great. But when you're there and you've got others around you and you can actually feel the energy from the band, you know, like that video that y'all uh, where it shows you jumping into the pit when y'all were doing Soulless. and I'm like, that is what a show is about. It's about that one one on one connection with the band and feeling what they're feeling and what they're projecting. That's that experience that you lose in a in a live stream online. Absolutely. So, what's what's the biggest thing that you miss when it comes to performing live?
1: Actually, the release, the atmosphere, the energy. I thrive on it because, um, as much as I try to stay positive in my daily life, um, kind of a, I don't know if I'm. I might be negative, <laughs> I might be somewhat, and so at least on stage, music just takes me to a better spot, and allows me to just kind of just be free from the politics that everybody lives with, that we all live with every single day in that one moment, you can just exist, I love it.
0: And and that's something that I will tell anybody who listens is, you know, it's great, being in your car, being in your house, listening to a CD or list, or streaming on, you know, Spotify or whatever and and feeling it that way. But when you go see a band live, it's it's on a whole nother level. You can you can be yourself. You know, nobody's gonna judge you. Uh, you know, you can you can get in a pit, you can stand on the side and just bang your head or just, you know. Throw your fists in the air, or scream and holler, and just take on, and just be a be a one with the moment. And uh, you know, it's it's it, it drives me nuts that we're not able to do that yet. This thing should have been squashed months ago. And you know, whatever. But uh, I, I I can't wait for the day that we can actually get back to live music. Venues. I'm gonna get.
1: I'm going to get you into a mosh pit, man. <laughs>
0: I'll you tell you what, I'll t- I tell you what I've been in. I got because uh, I'm tiny and uh, I got brave enough to go into. I got brave enough to go into one by, you know, of my own volition. I got caught in two other ones and right. came out with a, you know, busted lip. And uh, one, I was right on the edge of it. It was um, prong sepultura and pantera oh um at the was it the astro arena yeah just outside of the it's in the same complex as the astrodome and after the show i had a humongous bruise across my chest from the guardrail because i was right at the guardrail and uh because i wanted to get in in front of tommy victor because i'm like dude you're badass but um yeah i I i had a bruise across my chest and uh, again, Sepultura got sucked into that one at uh, it was Bayou City Music Hall, and man, I got I got thrown from pillar to post in that pit, and I'm like, yeah, no, nah, I'm just too small to be in one of these damn <laughs> <things.">
1: <laughs> Oh, you know what? I've got one better for you, then, so you can get more of a more momentum. Um, some of those new music, I promise you, buddy, I got you. We're gonna have a wall <laughs> of death wall of death and all you got to do is just just run just get right going and leverage like a football player
0: well you know i i i did i did play some semi-pro ball but um you know knowing me i'll probably revert back to my uh my soccer days and try to slide tackle everybody as we're coming together (laughs) just slide and and, and take somebody out but uh no I, i and i've seen those wall of the wall of death pits and i'm just like You know that's got to be at least make that a once in a lifetime thing. You know where you say yes, I have been in a wall of death pit, and uh, and just just to see what happens. And if I don't die and come out completely crippled or marred, I'm I I will consider it a a success.
1: It should be a win either way. Right. right. I mean, like I don't know if they have like a a popular table in heaven. You just pop up like, guess what, guys? Yeah. (laughs) Wall of death. Be awesome. Like Chuck Norris, Gabriel the Archangel. I don't know who else would be there.
0: Bruce Lee,
1: definitely Bruce. Yeah, Bruce
0: Lee. <laughs> <laughs> Lemmy, um Hendrix. <laughs> Just hang out with all the cool kids.
1: And then you come up like,
0: <laughs> right. "I'm the
1: Wall of Death guy." <laughs>
0: <Right>. <laughs> I, well, you know, you got to put a positive spin on as much as you can, right?
1: Oh, exactly. <laughs> we take life too serious it wouldn't be any fun
0: so uh you were saying earlier that there's been a you know there's a lot of of different genres and stuff that that you know oz has been bringing into his songwriting and stuff like that uh what are the ones that kind of stick out to you
1: Ooh, we that's a great question god i think this isn't to like avert the question but I would say, in some of the heavier genres, the brutality that he's able to write with like, he's a he's a very uh kind hearted individual very just gentle at the same time crazier than hell right and I guess it shows in his in what in the versatility that he's able to bring into the music i mean good God, what stands out to me is just his ability of. Just tapping into an emotion at any given freaking moment when you're like, give me something punk, give me a fight song, give me this, give me that. How about some metal? Get some thrash. And it's just like, bah, just, just, just gnarling it up.
0: God. Uh, you know, and, and that's something I picked up again going back to our first interview that was, that, that stuck out to me was just the, the versatility of, of both of you when it came to music. And you're not closing yourself off from one genre to the next if if you've got a really heavy song but you can incorporate say a a pop hook to it that would maybe make it more catchy or what have you i think that that's that's really bordering on genius when you can do something like that because it just makes it makes the music more memorable, and maybe somebody who wouldn't normally listen to my dark reality would go, "I like what they did there," and it may open up the door for them to to look at your back catalog and go, "Oh wow, why why have I not listened to them before?"
1: I think that's why genres like uh, when you're list- like a lot of early uh, pop punk bands, why a lot of them had success is that they were talking. Uh, some of them, Fall Out Boy being one of them, was talking about uh, some darker uh, lyrical content. My Chemical Romance is always good for this, but yet the music was really fun, something that you could really jam to, mosh, you just kind of just have fun too, at the same time, so you're kind of dealing, you're listening to this music in a therapeutic manner while at the same time having some fun doing it, and that's hopefully is all we can pull off here, even with this next album and such. We want to be able to, despite whatever the lyrical content is doing, have some fun with the music too, take some flavor, because that was one thing I loved in the 80s, and is that it was always a party, too. And that's what it should be.
0: Well, you know, music... I've always said that music is a release. It's an emotion. And if if you can offer a song that... Uh, what's that? What's, was it Semi-Charm? Semi-Charm kind of life or something like that, where the music was very upbeat. But if you actually read the lyrics, you're like, oh, my God, this is dark. But if you're if you're in tune to what you're listening to you can go okay well what kind of mood am i going to take it this time am i going to just follow with the music or am i going to focus on the lyrics and when you can offer somebody that where you can kind of get the best of both worlds that's again i think is bordering on genius
1: i think it says uh actually every songwriter should look into the universe for inspiration from writing as cheesy as that may sound but we know very much about the yin and yang concept and about the fact that in religion, outside of religion, various belief systems from ancient to present, we know that this universe is composed of love and hate. We're kind of in the middle, but that balance always has to be there. Mm-hmm. And maybe for some bands, versus trying to write something too happy unless you really are feeling that. Or writing something too dark just because you want to be angry. Why not just kind of catch that middle ground, man? Because I think it's like you said that's when you begin to really tap into the true essence of life, that real genius energy then.
0: Right. Yeah, I think that uh, if if you can relate without sacrificing yourself as a musician, do not I guess in a sense don't sell yourself out, but if you can relate to the largest group of people, that's a recipe for success.
1: For sure. And for getting you into a mosh pit. Right, <laughs> I'm not gonna let that go.
0: No, that and that's why you know I told myself you know if I if I make enough money to uh, uh, with this uh, this RV salesman gig, uh, you know I'm gonna I'm just gonna buy me a truck. I'm gonna get me a camper. I'm gonna get me an RV, and I'm just gonna drive up to Ohio. I'm gonna hang out there for like a week and a half. I'm gonna go, you know, to. Illinois and Indiana and all these, all those areas over there, because those are like the hotbeds right now of music. And just be like, okay, I, I got to go see Soho. I got to go see my Dark Reality. I got to see Cream Camino. Uh, I've got to go see Yvonne from Voodoo Queen Management. I got to go see all these people, shake their hand, high five them, give them a kiss. I don't know something uh, because they're putting out this amazing fucking music that's just making my life even better.
1: Oh, that's fantastic to hear, actually.
0: Well, in, in well, you know, it's, it's, uh, you know, over the past, you know, eight months since this pandemic started, you know, that was the only thing I, ha- I had to hold on to really, you know, you're, you're, and I'm, I'm not saying I'm the only one, there's millions of people having to deal with the same thing, but music was the one thing that kept me from going absolutely fricking bonkers. And, you know, it was, it was you know y'all's music. It was, uh, it was letters of transit. It was uh, sincere. It was just everybody that I would go back and listen to my my past episodes and go, God, they're such a great band. God, they're such a great band. And you know I would always fast forward past my voice because listening to myself is torture, but. Uh, you know just and and getting that insight to how they think and 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 all that it just it opens up your mind and it makes you appreciate their music even more so thank you for thank you for writing such such relatable and emotion-packed music because it did keep me from losing my my fucking mind
1: shoot absolute pleasure bro for real
0: And, uh, you know, I, I know that it's a team effort and it, as it should be, uh, you know, and, um, you know, tell it, you know, of course, let Oz know, Hey, much love, but, but, but share it with the rest of the band as well. And just say, look, you know, that fucker little rage is just, you know, (laughs) he's sending y'all love because, uh, it, it, it makes it, if music wasn't around, I, I I don't know if i would if I would be here right now.
1: Good God, I'm there with you on that one <laughs> really? Oh my God. yeah. I, I think I think both of us could easily spend a good hour just giving props to all the artists and then some. That would be an endless tape of the artists that have helped us to just stay on this earth
0: absolutely. absolutely. So you were talking earlier, too, um, they're mixing and mastering. Uh, a new single. Uh, is there a time frame that you're looking for that a release on that?
1: Um, what month are we in? It's November? Yeah, it's Stop. November now. I am hoping... potentially early January, late December. Tentative okay. right now. Okay. And um, here's a little fun fact about that, though. The next single... I swear to you was actually written musically and lyrically completely by Oz. Wow.
0: Would well, you, you know, we had? well, I mean, I, I never, I never doubted since the first time I talked to the both of you, I never doubted that, that there was not a fertile mind, uh, between the two of you that y'all will ever run out of material to write about. <laughs> I mean, because you have such a unique and understanding of of how emotion, like you said earlier, the yin and yang, the good and the evil, and finding that middle ground and saying this is where life is. not. Life is not all in the good. It's not all in the bad. It's in the middle because we struggle with both of those every day. And when you can pinpoint on that, I think – the well will potentially never run dry
1: hopefully it doesn't <laughs> hopefully it doesn't that would be uh a... shit if that ever happens what we'll does pay you to write music for us then
0: oh no see i've tried that and it, it they i try to write something with some with some guts and some balls to it and it always turns into a sappy ass love song so <laughs>
1: oh no dude that'll be great man what is i don't know early 2000 this we've got this bro
0: be be the be the the male version of Adele, you know, kind of thing that somebody listens to us and go, "God dang man, what, what Who is the chick that hurts you?" Uh no, I'm not going down that road. Not not doing it. Not going to so tell. Go, <laughs>
1: if you go male Adele, you've got to get a goatee and just yo, yeah, you got to get a goatee going.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I I think uh I told the guys at work, they keep telling me I look like Steve Austin. <laughs> <laughs> but uh I told them, "Yeah, I said no, nah, Don't get used to it because I'm, you know, as soon as the sides start to grow in a little bit thicker, I'm going full on Lemmy, you know, Uh and they're like, they're like, Oh man. I I said, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to scare people into buying RVs from me. So, but uh, yeah, it's, uh, it's a, it's a great, you know, even though we're, we're facing all this, it's still a great time to be alive, especially when it comes to music, because I think even though we haven't been able to go to the live shows and, and, and play, that energy has been refocused into writing some of the best music I've heard in a very long time.
1: Absolutely. I, we'll I'll let you know when that track's going to get released too.
0: Okay. Well, you know, I I mean, I, I know the mixing and mastering aspect of it takes time, you know, and and there's a, you know, there's a, there's a time that the band wants to. Do we want to do it, you know, t- early 2021? Do we want to do it late 2020? What have you? But uh, yeah, when you get ready to release that, send that to me. I'll play it on the show and um, make sure that uh, as many ears as possible get to hear it before it's actually released. And they can go and say, I got to go get this new track for My Dark Reality.
1: Sure, we've definitely got you, man. Well, make sure you get to hear of dad's it'll ask the 12 songs worth of just random material <laughs>
0: that'll work shit i mean everything i've heard from y'all has been has has either just just hit me right in the soul or it's the music is so so damn good that you just can't ignore it
1: now that's what's up
0: <laughs> yeah so if, if it if it if the lyrics hit you in in that you know, in the balls and the soul and the heart and the mind, whatever it is. And you, and you can relate to it and bring it in. It's great. But even if, if the lyrics maybe don't apply to you, but the, the music is there and you're just, you can just, Oh yeah. You feel it again. You're just like, I don't care what they're saying. This music is badass.
1: You know uh, a lot of people don't actually know that music is a language in that it's in itself. And, uh, well, language itself, even when we're speaking, we don't realize it's actually mathematical, which is how a lot of uh, in movie, movie writers, that's how they make their languages and their films. It's mathematics, and we also know the entire universe is science. It's all mathematics, and a lot of people do not realize that even in the spiritual sense, science can still explain the unknown of what we cannot actually comprehend It never will explain everything. But even in uh, ancient religions, present again... You can you can definitely hear the influences from us already, for both sides. But music was the is the strongest spiritual weapon because you don't have to speak somebody else's language. You don't even have to like the lyrics. You can just feel the music, feel the energy of whoever, and even of all the different personalities. Because we forget, there's a lot of different personalities putting in their energy in, as well as the people hearing it. So you're gonna catch something different than somebody else will.
0: Well. You- it doesn't, I, I'm I'm one that believes that even if it's, the song is in a language you don't understand, be it German or uh, French, Japanese, Chinese, Korean, what have you, uh, even if you don't understand what's being said, how the lyrics are delivered and how it is accompanied by the music can really, you don't need to really understand what's being said. As long as you feel it, it's good. That was dope. You just gangstered
1: that one up. Drop the mic.
0: <laughs> I felt like I slaughtered it, but uh, you know. But and and in going back to what you were saying too about the science and the mathematics, they you and I've stated this before that with music, it's it's been sci- it's been proven not only scientifically, but that when you have someone who who is into music. They typically have higher math scores, they comprehend science a lot better, and it it leads to uh, higher grades and and more intelligence, because you are speaking, as you said, in a different language, even though we're sitting here speaking English, and your, your song is in English, somebody who doesn't speak a lick of English could still feel what you're saying because it's mathematics it's it it's all about feel it's all about the emotion and that's trans i mean what sound is it's it's vibrations it's it's sound waves and how do we explain that through mathematics you know that I'm trying to sound all smart and I'm not so that's all right the point got across Right, I guess so. (laughs) Oh, man. So, um, what else is on the horizon for My Dark Reality?
1: Definitely hitting the studio hard coming in January. Okay. And uh, I said earlier, definitely putting out that new music. Uh, That merch line that we talked about, you know what? That was one of the effects of the pandemic. It slowed... uh, god stupid pandemic we didn't, get our, <laughs> we didn't really fully get the merch line up like we uh intended so that is still there It just like we all know just slowed everything. Every, hmm? everything just kind of <laughs> got slowed down for a second here so we've got that on the horizon for sure in actual for there's been a lot of people asking for physical copies of the uh of our music and we do have that coming
0: awesome awesome i'm a big proponent of physical media when it comes to uh uh being able to have a a, whether it's a cd a vinyl cassette tape eight track i don't care it's when you have that physical media it uh i don't know it just it feels like you i don't say have ownership but you have like a kinship with the band a little bit
1: Oh heck yeah, and then I think Oz said something, give me one sec. Okay. What'd you say, dude? Oz. Hey Oz. Mm-hmm. Did you did you say did you say something else coming on the horizon? Did you tell him about Bandit
0: records? Yeah. Uh, shit, I don't know. Alright, we nailed it. <laughs> 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 well at least we got his voice on, on here. Today.
1: <laughs> so yeah that really is a lot of what's on our horizon and we do actually want to um, okay New Year's resolutions I usually hate them uh, it'll depend on this uh, pandemic music video and we're planning on
0: I'm not going to tell y'all everything no I, I wouldn't No, you got to leave some for a surprise I agree
1: so, yeah, we'll, we'll definitely leave some surprises here. But those are three of the top not of the ones that are definitely on the list.
0: Okay, okay. So, merch. So, as, as soon as you got that sewn up, let me know because I will be purchasing some merch. So, I can walk around Houston and somebody can come up and go, who the fuck is my dark reality? And I go, uh, you need to check them out like yesterday.
1: You should have so. told them that you're my dark reality.
0: <laughs> right? <laughs> <laughs> like I
1: am.
0: I don't. I don't. I don't know. I. I might get punched. Some of these Texas women, man, they don't. They don't take no kind of shit. They, they don't like sarcasm. But. Uh, <laughs> well, but okay. uh,
1: can you run faster than them?
0: Um, for short distances, yes, yes. Now, I was never a distance runner. I was more of a sprinter. So. Um, maybe I can, you know, juke the shit out of them to just, <laughs>
1: <laughs> there, Derek well, Henry them and just truck them.
0: I was going to, yeah, I was going to say, I could I could try to be do the Barry Sanders thing and just, just, you know, out juke the shit out of them. But, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I do, I am, I do have a low center of gravity, so maybe I can, uh, you know, pull an Earl Campbell and just run over people. I don't know. We'll see. You <laughs> would be my
1: hero if you did that.
0: <laughs> hey, it might come in in handy in a in a in a pit. You never know.
1: There it is, wall of death.
0: There you go. <laughs> Just stay low.
1: <laughs> see, we got you covered, man. Stay with the wall of death. I got you covered, buddy.
0: Right. <laughs> and that you know, and that's one thing I uh, you know I mentioned earlier. You know, getting up to to Ohio and in those places is I want to see my dark reality in a live setting you know i've seen the videos and i've seen how how much fun that you have and the crowd has but you really don't get an idea of what fun i what fun i could have when it when when you're there and that's that's something that's uh definitely become a bucket list item for me
1: you know that's why i stopped watching live performances of other bands on youtube because all it does is just upset me then i'm like god want to go there <laughs> which just makes me angry there's in your bed just punching the air just like oh yeah oh, i'm so angry now
0: <laughs> uh, uh camino put on a show uh they did a live stream uh it was on my birthday and um i'm watching it and that was the first time i got to hear them live and i'm just like this is so bittersweet i love what i'm hearing but i wish i was there just, just to, just to feel it, but uh, yeah, the, I, I, I so miss the live shows.
1: God, we're two sad boys.
0: <laughs> yeah, I, I know it. I know it. Try not to be, try not to be negative here, but, um, yeah, it's, 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 it's really hard to, it's been harder to stay positive with all the things that's going on, but, but hopefully we're on the on the tail end of it, and. You know, if we have a much lower number of live music venues to actually uh, perform in, hopefully there will be some kind of investment into the, the live music scenes around the country and, and new places will pop up and, and, and offer more stages for us to, to enjoy and for, for the bands to actually get on and, and hone their craft.
1: Well, I think the positivity of this whole situation. And especially for everybody listening, is the mere fact that for those of us that are still breathing and alive, the few of us that are actually still working at jobs, even if we hate the job, there are people who are doing real, real bad right now. Some that are obviously not present with us. Some that are trying to find a way to make their unemployment work. Those who are still waiting interact with them a lot daily. So if there's anything to be positive for, we're still here. We're still kicking. We're still breathing, man human race we don't give up
0: oh yeah no 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 we we find a way to survive and that's the best way i can put it is you know we uh we'll adapt and overcome and i think that's something that the country as a whole uh has done and i will say because the focus of this show is the independent musician that the independent musicians have really stepped up to the plate and adapted and uh one of my favorite quotes is adversity introduces a man to himself we've been hit with adversity and what did we do we stood we maybe took a step back and said okay we're not going to focus on the performance aspect of it the live performance we're going to focus on writing the best music that we can and i think that Everyone has really hit that head on, and they've hit a grand slam with it.
1: Oh, my God. That last playlist you put on Spotify. Yo. <laughs> Yo. That was good. Play that thing all day at work, man. Holy snap, man. That was in there sitting there literally moshing with nobody else there. Right. That was a great playlist. And I encourage everybody listening, if you're whether you're new here or not, go and listen to his actual Spotify playlist and find some of these other bands and follow them support music.
0: Absolutely. And and that's, that's something that, um, and it, and it doesn't need to be, it doesn't have to be monetarily. It could be a follow on social media. It can be a, a like on YouTube or something like that. The smallest thing when it comes to support, especially of the local music scenes, means the world and just it takes two seconds to hit that like or hit follow on spotify when you're listening to a playlist or something like that the smallest thing that you could do is always going to be met with appreciation and respect
1: do you think anybody's gonna do a mosh with their turkey dinner like this mosh in their house on thanksgiving and just Accidentally wrecking to the dinner table?
0: <laughs> uh, you know, I, I wouldn't... I mean, if we got people eating Tide Pods, yeah, I think this is definitely... Uh, that's definitely a possibility.
1: <laughs> now, the real question with the Tide Pods is, were they the crazy ones, or were they just innovative?
0: Ooh. I'm gonna lean toward crazy. <laughs> me too, uh, Me too.
1: <laughs> I'm to, to give him some problems, but
0: uh, no. There's no innovation in that. Nope. No innovation. <laughs> no, no, no.
1: A plus for positivity uh, effort. But that, <laughs>
0: <laughs> well, being crazy isn't always bad. So it, you know, it's it's uh it's kind of like the eye. The beauty is in the eye of the beholder. Crazy can be a good thing. It could be a middle of the road thing, or it can be a bad thing. So you know, you just have to, you have to get your, uh, make your mind up on what it's going to be, I guess. So, but I don't want to take up too much of your time. I know it's Thanksgiving. I appreciate you taking time to, to come on and talk with me and, and bring us up to date on what's going on with my dark reality. Um, can't wait to hear what you've got coming out. Congratulations on, uh, on, on landing, uh, A record deal and and hopefully uh it turns into something really big and next thing i know i'm hearing you like on sirius xm radio or or even uh, you won't get played here in houston because our radio station sucks but um you know hopefully if i if i'm driving uh in the dallas fort worth area or san antonio with with real rock radio stations maybe i'll hear my dark reality and I'll go, I know those motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> That'd be dope. Look. That would be awesome. It's
1: that one band. <laughs> it's just gonna be that one band.
0: No, it's gonna be my dark reality. That's that's what it is. You know, and and, and uh hopefully you'll be uh a household name before too long. That'd be cool. That would be <laughs> very, very cool. All right. Well enjoy your Thanksgiving. Give a uh, Give uh, Oz a hug for me, and um, man, just enjoy it, and, and, and thanks again for coming on the show.
1: Absolutely. Thanks for having us, and Oz uh, said go, Cowboys. I'm saying go There Ravens. you go. <laughs> <laughs> All right, brother. Take care, and we'll talk to you soon. All right. You too, brother. Be good.